Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Oh, cheers. Cheers. With water, bad luck, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Because it's a beer conspiracy. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are two friends <laughs> host a podcast we're doing a thing and we don't even know how to explain it i'm going on a bunch of dates this was date 28 20 great 20 great 20 great teen and you know i'm finding my way it's all anonymous it's really cool i was single forever i'm trying to break some habits liza's a great friend she's helping me break those habits and then we talk about other things too we talk about themes Themes like our theme today, which is openness. Ooh. Ooh. Could mean a lot of things. Yes. Like opening your vagina. Well, that's one. <laughs> or you know, just opening your heart. Who who has time for the, all the innuendo? <laughs> that's true. Let's just get straight to the point. Straight to the point. When do you like to open your vagina when dating someone? And new listeners, <laughs> if we haven't turned you off yet, thank you for tuning in. Um and old listeners, thank you even more. Thank you for, for your emails, out. your comments in our Facebook group, your DMs. Your follows on Instagram at 51firstdatespod, your rate, subscribe, reviews. I always call them the wrong thing, but seriously, they mean a lot. Thank you so much. We're growing. We're changing. We're getting better. We're having cool things happen. We have very cool guests coming up, which will be posted all around the social media because we actually need some input. We need some listener input. We have a few cool new guests coming up who have some expertise. Yeah, and we're going to want your questions. Absolutely. And comments and, and thoughts. It is 90 degrees in New York today and I'm sweating. I just want to put that out there. We also just sucked down a couple of margaritas. Like we our did. vibes are mellow. Very mellow. It's going to be yeah. an interesting app. Not as lit as last week when I think we were like kind of judgmental about everything. I mean, I feel like if any of you guys made it to the end of last week... <laughs> You made it further you than I did. You get a gold star. Yeah. We, I mean, we got, we, we really lit up. We Manny's, lit up. Ma- yeah, we're with, Manny's, Manny's here with us night. today, but Jim was here last week. And Jim and Kimmy and I just fucking drank a whole bottle of whiskey. And then We Sarah, talked for like my two hours yeah. on the pod. And then we hung out for like five hours after or something. Not that long, but it was a long time. And then Liza was smart and put herself in an Uber home. Sarah continued to hang out. Our neighbors came over. We had like a little party. We were... Partying around the apartment, my tiny apartment. It was, it was a Wednesday. I'll just say that. It was like, I was, it was so hard to send myself home because I was having so much fun hanging out, but I had the Uber pulled up and I was like, just hit, hit go. Like, just do it. Because I was like, I had to wake up at 6.30 the next day. I was like, just fucking go home. You need to. And I'm, I'm the, but I'm, I have been bad at going home in the past. I've gotten better as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. But I just was like, I have to force myself. It can be hard to go home. It's so hard to go home so hard. when fun is happening. But, you know, now that we've turned off everyone who hates whiskey and mumbling, like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm just like, I'm very tired. Um, we're going to talk about my date of the week and some openness. And then we're going to do a worst first date or two. We might have time for two. Yeah, we might. Yeah, because it's another solo app. Mellow app. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Should we get into it? Let's fucking do it. Okay. Any disclaimers? No, I'm trying to think if there's anything like urgent in the world that we have to talk about. Oh yeah, I don't think we fucked up too hard. No, of late. But I really keep 
ooh, church bells. Keep the questions coming. Keep the comments coming. Keep the notes coming. Totally. So awesome. 51firstaidspod at gmail.com. Yes. Join our secret Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram at 51firstaidspod. You already said it. And oh, I, I shouted out my own social needs. I said I'm private, but if you follow Kimmy Foskett, I'll, I'll accept you. And I've gotten a, a few new requests. So oh, thank yeah? thank you to those listeners. And you can follow me yeah. at Liza Jo Renz. I never post. <laughs> no, I don't post a ton on Instagram because I just never think of it. But I have been using the Instagram story more. Grandma yeah. is getting hit. I saw that this week. You had a, like a, yeah. you were at a comedy show. How did I that did go? a comedy show, and there was a 15 year old boy comic who was on the same show as me, who crushed it. Oh fuck! And we showed up to this show wearing I'm not exaggerating the exact same shirt the same oh, shirt. it was the same? I it couldn't was tell from the photo. The same. It was dark in there and I was bummed. It was a, it was a very standard, it's a button up, um, you know, pale blue and white stripe, like thin stripe. You know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. button up. I had that on buttoned up all the way to the top with like a chunky necklace and he had it on like as like a normal boy would have on a button up. Wait, how do you get into comedy at 15? Is that like the new child actor? Okay. He's a child actor who's just started doing comedy to like expand his horizons. When I think about comedy, it was creepy. I think about honest. like developing drinking problems. Like again, that those those are stereotypes. Totally. Those are also based on comics who are very successful. Totally. I, it was hard to like be in that scene. You just hear the most disgusting stuff at comedy clubs, yeah. and you know, it's I. I'm just I'm not like. I don't think I would be overprotective of any kid. No one gave a shit what I watched or heard or what. Like, my parents were so over it. They were like, you can watch any rating movie you want. We don't give a shit. You know, like. Oh, I'm jealous. Because <laughs> you're the oldest. Yeah. They were, like, still trying. Like, my well, parents like, were like. Stick with PBS. Let's not, like, taint the. My parents would ask my older sister if they thought, if she thought I could watch it. And she was always like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I could watch anything I wanted. <laughs> I've never parents being like hey older sibling do you think so oh my god they were so over that is it. not the litmus <laughs> test <laughs> i was the youngest of four kids they were like it's fine no I love they were that. like what she's gonna learn to swear like cool well that's um, like yeah like my brother was just like like i was so careful about sneaking my drinking shout out to my dad my parents both knew this like just sneaking my drinking because i could go on sleepovers or whatever in high school my brother like got in trouble but then like the stakes were somehow lower. Like, you yeah. got in trouble. Kenny, if you're listening, which you don't think you are right now. Um, it's just, like, a lot of things you got to do totally. that I did not get to do. Have you seen Hassan Minaj's stand-up special? Yes, I have. He has that great joke about yes. old, older children and youngest children. And he's basically, like, older He's an He's older mm-hmm. and he has one younger sister. And he goes, older children, like, we're the whole reason you have personality. Like, we went to war for you. And youngest mm-hmm. children just get to walk away and be like, whatever, we're so cool and chill. Everyone loves us, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's like. Fair. We're like, you know, the mellowness is because of our older sibling suffering. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but no, that's, uh, why are we talking? Comedy. Comedy. Oh, baby, 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 baby in a comedian. shirt. My Instagram story. Instagram stories. You can follow But us you can follow Instagram. me at, at Liza Jorans. You can follow Kimmy at Kimmy Foskett. Can I say something really important about Liza's handle? Yes. Joe is her actual middle name. It is. Have we talked about this on the pod before? I don't think so. I think it's important. It's after my dad. Yeah. J-O- and it's not like J-O-E. Josephine. Yeah. Which would be weird. No. It's J-O-E. Mm-hmm. It's weird. No, I like it. Yeah. I think it's cool. Would you ever name a daughter Joe? That would be kind of cute. Um, it reminds me of Little Women. Totally. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> but I think that it, you know, I would I would have it as a middle name or something. I would, I would, I would say like Charlie or something. Totally. Like I like. love girls with boys' names. Yeah. 
and boys with girls' names. I'm going to start calling Manny uh, Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> Manny, what's your middle name? Uh, Gilbert Franck. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. Wait, okay, I was going to say, is it one word? No, no two words. I've made it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's um, a great name. That's, that's awesome. awesome. I, I dated a girl named Stephanie, so. Ooh. <laughs> Shout out to her. So I won't call Shout you Stephanie. Shout out to Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shout out to all the Stephanies all over the world. Listeners who are named Stephanie, yeah. write, write us at Hi. Kimmy's middle oh, name is Anne. It's, yeah. I just feel like it was unfair to not share your middle no, name. No, I know. And I love it now because it's my mom. That's true. So you're named after your mom and yeah. I'm after my dad. And I want to, I love the name Annie, which is what my dad called my mom. And a lot of people did. But I love it for like a girl, like, but you're Annie, the way I'm Kimmy. Like, totally. I'm, I actually am Kimberly, technically, but yeah. I really dropped that a long time ago. Um, but I just like, or if I opened a bar, it would be called called Annie's. I just feel like That's I'd go like there. Great. I know they have mac and cheese. I get it. It's a really good name. I love the names that are old school and, but aren't outdated. Mm-hmm. Like that name is not like Edwina. Like it's not like. <laughs> a fucking old ass sad name I'm real but it's like right classic and it's cute and it's nice I like yeah. that a lot it's also so weird because I always used to like kind of like think my middle name was lame and it just kind of flows and everyone's middle name is Anne but now I'm so obsessed that I have my mom's name now that I don't have her like as my middle name I don't know it feels kind of cool totally yeah I don't it know. is cool what do you I mean, name a baby that I but Annie you know like totally. I don't know because I think Anne is a little boring but like sorry, Annie's so mom. cute um, no but I think yeah yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, now that we've named our future now that daughters. We've done the whole Manny's future you know, daughter will be named Stephanie. Yes. Back to back to the point of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um finding me no, that's not the point. You gotta find some sperm to make find future Annie. In my openness, I will find some sperm to Open make your cervix. Annie. Okay. Liza, okay. stop. We gotta stop. We gotta slow our roll. Um and this time we're not drunk, guys. We just had a, a casual two marks. Yeah, like a quick dirty two yeah, marks. Yeah. Just just boom, boom, meeting. We like podcast recording. Business meeting. Two marks. Came yeah. here. Every time we were <laughs> late to meet Manny because we were like, we have time for a second one. We were like, we don't have time for a second one. Every time we have a business meeting that goes well, we are like, we get We're drinks, like, let's get drinks, 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 drinks. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, it wasn't a major business meeting. Like, this happened in LA and we talked about it. Where yeah. We had like one meeting. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rooftop drinks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't need a lot of reason to celebrate. No, that's fair. <laughs> Be like, um, oh, is it a Tuesday? And like, neither one of us is depressed. Let's get drunk. <laughs> Perfect, yeah. And I did sit there in anxiety and depression at the beginning of our margaritas, but, you know. Just anxiety. Just, just anxiety, sorry, not depression. Yeah, that's right. Uh, lots of anxiety and anxiety in the dating world and anxiety about being open about my podcast back to the Back to the thing. The reason openness, openness is the theme is because I really thought I was going to be in, a, in another, fuck, I don't have a date situation, except that I, I convinced the guy on Hinge, to go on a date with me, even though he found out about the podcast, and was like, no, thank you, which he had every right to do. Totally. Like, How literally every him? right. I was just like, I think, I was like, well, don't judge, misjudge my intentions, which is a bit manipulative sounding, but I, I just was like, the way he said it, I got kind of defensive, but I think it actually worked in my favor. Um, and I didn't actually have to convince him. I can bring up the text a little bit, but he was genuinely interested and... He hadn't listened to it, but he, he found it through an Elite Daily article, which has happened now. And we can talk about all those morals and things. I had not had dinner this night, and I recorded this after having drinks with him and then going to my friend's birthday. So it was a total of four drinks over probably four hours, but... Whose birthday? Elizabeth. Happy 30th, Elizabeth. 
Guys, I love the pod. I love it so much. I knew I owed you a date. And this is, is it on speakerphone? Mm-hmm. Because I always fuck it up. Fuck. I had a song playing and I hoped it would taxi cab confession it right into your ears. Uh, I was listening to Soccer Mommy, thanks to date something. Tonight is a bit of a delayed reaction, TCC. Um, so sweet, so perfect, such great conversation. However, I just, uh, I had to like have an early date to go to my friend's birthday and just received a text from an old friend of the pod. I did not see him, but apparently he saw me. Um, I don't know, some intriguing text receipts post date, but the date was a gem. And yeah, two thumbs up. Bye. Okay, I that need was to clarify. A very cryptic. <laughs> so cryptic. Like, Kimmy has three drinks. Kimmy thinks she's really cool and so Basically, here's how the night played out. Can I okay. tell you? Yeah. We'll talk about the date, um, and in great terms, because he knew about the pod, but I would anyway. Like, we had a date in Brooklyn. He works in Brooklyn, lives in Manhattan. We met in kind of an in-between. Then we both went into the city together. I went to my friend's birthday and walked down 6th Avenue from, like, Flatiron with my two friends to go to the subway. I get down into the subway. I get a text from the guy I went on three dates with. And then, actually, before the third date, he was like, I just Googled you. No, I'm out. And he was like, hey, I just saw you. Because I was like, what's this random number on my phone? And it was, it said... And shout out if you're listening. Ooh, I actually do need to read the wording. I called my friend from underground before I went to the L because I was like, I'm dying. I'm dying. Because she had just seen an ex-boyfriend's like best friend. And she was like, oh my God, I just saw blanks. Brett, that guy. It's so weird. He didn't even see me. And then I walked down and got this text. That's so weird. It was really, really weird. So I just, you know, I had to call her and tell her. So he, I got a text that said, I think we just crossed paths on 6th Ave. How's the podcast coming along? Famous yet? And... Then I scrolled up and I was like, oh, I have two paragraph, who do I have two paragraph texts to? And it was because I was like, I'm so sorry. I understand this is weird. Yeah. You know, which was interesting. So if you're new to the pod, this is a really adorable and lovely, lovely man who I went on two dates with. And then third date rule was that I would tell people about the podcast on the third date. Uh, we don't talk about second dates. We talk about first dates only. But he found out about it and like called off our date like an hour beforehand um, to dinner, which is again his total right. So it was just really weird to have it like double, double, yeah, like make me think like what am I doing? But it was interesting. I wouldn't have texted me personally. Like yeah. I never heard back from him after those. Like I'm sorry, I get it, you know. And he wasn't a dick about it. He was just like mm, thank you for the compliments, but no, totally, thank you. it's just not for me. He was super cool, but I was like, well, fuck. And also that I just didn't notice him at all. Like. Yeah. I was with my two friends who I hadn't seen in a long time and loved dearly and was probably like, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. And I was just like, what are the – it just felt so weirdly, like, not serendipitous. Not like we're going to be together at all, actually. I was just like, whoa, shit, this is so random and weird. And, like, if I had just taken the different train – it was just so yeah, weird. It was strange. just one of those moments. I, so Did you text him back? Yeah, I said, oh, really? Haha, <laughs> you should have said hi. I said – Ha, oh, really, you should have said hi. Uh, not famous yet, but banking on my MBA, alas. And then he said it was one of those, that girl looked like Kimmy. That was Kimmy kind of things. So otherwise, I would have. So that was it. Um, interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Interesting I I that he texted. I mean, yeah. there's still, like, an interest there, well, I no, guess, I got along very, kind. yeah, he was really, really sweet. Like, you know, Liza, people keep pitching Liza and I on how to continue this and that we should start setting people up. 
if like mm-hmm. I meet the one and but he is one of those gems who like yes I should set up. I really almost felt that way as weird as that is after two dates like I need to set him I want someone in my life to know this dude again didn't know him anyway well you vetted a lot of dudes now you vetted 28 dudes <laughs> I also had an equally great time with my date of this week. Date 28, 20 date great. 28. Okay, tell us about him. 20 great. Where did you guys go? So, can I start at the beginning? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Sorry. Was, oh, yeah, no, no, no. There's more important it's topics. More, it's more, it's, yeah, it's yeah, interesting. Yeah. He texted me the morning of, because, again, we went on Hinge. So, both of these guys, like, have my full names. They have, I still have on there, like, interesting skill. I have, like, www.chicksproductions.com, where Liza and I, if you're new to the pod, we have videos, and we have a production company, but we have some comedy stuff. And he had, oh, I don't know, not in a weird way, like, that terrible text drive. It's way too long about last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just been like, oh, cool, this is really cool. Like, really nice. And then the morning of, he just texted me, so, Monday, 7.35 a.m. Hi, so kind of went down a rabbit hole in the subway this morning, and while I think all the stuff you do is great, I don't know if I'm in love with the idea of one of 50-something first dates. I don't really go on too many dates via dating apps, and typically what I do is because I think that person seems interesting and the hope isn't one date. And hope the hope is it isn't one date. So if you want to grab drinks after your podcast is over and you happen to be in California, text me. Upside down, smiley face. Because I had told him, honestly, I was in L.A. for like the MBA Admitted Students Weekend, mm-hmm. and I told him that too. So now I feel like I have two things I have to be open about. Hmm. Because, like, dating, if you're going off to business school, on the other side of the country is insane. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Guys, don't worry. The pod doesn't end. Um, but, so it's weird. It's starting to feel even weirder. And, like, do I need... Totally. But, but I did end up on a date with him. And I was just, like, totally fair. Um, the plan isn't necessarily to go on all 51 dates. Um, I also go on dates when people seem interesting. Uh, but you don't have to be involved. I would just say, don't misjudge my intentions. Oh my God, I'm such a bitch. No, I think that's a fair response. I think his text to you was very fair. So fair. Like, I should have just given him a little more credit. Yeah. Open. Yeah. Openness. Um, Yeah. And he said a whole night, oh, I don't know. I will be happy to grab drinks. And I said, no, it's a totally normal reaction to have. Like, I caught myself. I was like, we have this conversation a lot and you don't need to be cool with it. Like, that's important. And then I was like, we can grab drinks. There's no pressure. I understand it's the weirdest. And. Then that was Monday, and I was super jet-lagged, too. But I just thought that meant he didn't want to. But then he was like, what's our deal? Are we still on at 5 p.m.? And I was like, oh, wait, what? So we changed it to Tuesday. Um, but, yeah. So it he was really cool. I just want to shout that out yeah. for doing that. And super nice and super sweet and, like, a genuine – I am sweating. <laughs> it's hot. It's so hot. Okay. Okay, guys. We open the window. If we it open the window. Sorry really for a sweat break. <laughs> it's just we're gonna have to rethink this now that summer has arrived. I have it. I have a seat. Um, we can refer to my place. Um, but yeah, okay. essentially, what happened was oh, I was just thinking about where I was. Sorry, just really, literally lost my brain there for a second. Okay, we can also nix that. But I, yes. So we both. It was like a tight window, you know, like a really tight squeeze. <laughs> Just because the theme was open, it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I saw your eyes. Uh, and we both, like somewhere near Barclays would be in between. He works in a part of Brooklyn, but then commutes back home to Manhattan. I knew I, like, that has every train ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a ghost. There's a ghost. And he's opening my door. And that door doesn't necessarily always stay shut. So... 
we I was like, we could do Three's Brewery in like Park Slope. Or fuck. the ghost. The ghost. Fuck the ghost. Um <laughs> The ghost is honestly just fucking with us in this The point. ghost is fucking with us. And the ghost is called the wind and my terribly made apartment. I'm back to my date. I will wrap this up. I was like three's brewery, but we both, I like weirdly have to like leave and be close to the train. We both like didn't know the area super well. I feel like infatuation when you say like Barclays, it gives you places way spread out. Like from Prospect Heights to like fucking Red Park Slope. Really, yeah. But yeah. So I was like, wait, I remember this bar, 4th Ave Pub, which I've been to before. It has popcorn, a backyard. It was like the first warm day. That wasn't this warm. Yeah. You know, that other totally. day this week earlier. Yeah. Was that like, wasn't like unpleasantly warm. Yeah. yeah. It was like, woohoo, we love this. And so I was like, it's a totally normal bar, but there is backyard and there is popcorn. And I was like, I'm actually done with work before I thought I would be like, uh, or I guess like I could really just leave right at six. Like I was able to just be like kind of ready to go. And I went there and I made sure to get there a little bit early and I opened my tab because I wanted to make sure he didn't pay because he knew about the podcast and I was like, I'm in the back and I wanted to secure a spot in the back. It's like, I'm in the backyard, get a drink on my tab. Um, yes, me and me. And he was such a gentleman. He did not want to let me pay. I was like, no. And then he was like, is it on the company? And I was like, yes, I insist. And so it was really sweet. Nice. Um, and then for the second round, he's like, I want to get this. I was like, no, but you can get it, put it on my tab, close it out, and bring it back. <laughs> I think if you just you, if you do the, the manual tip, labor, yeah, yeah, totally. I was, it was a very he was such an angel and so sweet. And I always say that, but I really think I say the word angel when like people you just get the good vibes totally. from, you yeah. know. And we had a really good time, and it was so refreshing to be able to be open about the podcast. Totally, I almost like because I was doing more setups now. We did, and and like I had just committed. To UCLA, so I was just like, ah, there's so many things, and I so get it. But like, the interesting part to me, <laughs> self involvement. He like was like, I genuinely found this through an Elite Daily article. He's like, I usually like fucking don't read that shit when it's promoted to me on Facebook. I think it's like, he's like, I once read an article and it was like, things you should do, forget money. Like just like he was just kind of like had a bad impression. He's like, but I read your article on. First date fears. And I actually pitched this one. I was like, because of our listeners. So thank you, listeners. And my editor loved it. I was like, I just want to set up like five different fears you have for a first date and why it shouldn't be a thing. Like, should I kiss the person? Like that definitely came from a listener, a male listener. Like, yeah, I, like yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, I like ran them down. And I guess that's what he read. And he was like, I read it and I really liked it. And he was like, you seem like an interesting person. So I came on the date. And he was like, in that article somewhere, you just wrote that it was like, we all put so much pressure on it. And it's actually just, like, meeting up with a person and just, like, it, it's, like, really the first date doesn't have to be so. And I think we yeah. all do. We get mad if someone cancels. Like, we do it in our group. Listeners, you're in the we now, too. Like, I do it once – or those texts I was mad about. We all do it. Totally. Um. Yeah. Just putting – when it's, like, it really should just be more, like, a first date should almost just be, like, okay. I, I shouldn't actually – I don't think I should feel guilt, but I've probably been, like, like dude's – going on a date with me and he's in town for like the weekend been like mad about that but I don't think I should feel too much guilt about going on first dates knowing I'm moving I mean I was being open about everything and just overall I thought this guy like another one I would really want to like set up with someone because again the logistics but you don't have feels or interest in like a second date necessarily I do but then when I think about it I'm like yeah 
all the like just yeah it's starting to feel like just because and I have dated people who are leaving who are moving and I was telling you lies earlier at margaritas I finally get it yeah it's so weird when you're about to make a big change totally and you have like like what I'm leaving so soon like it's totally mentally you're just separated from like it feels weird though the the possibility of that working out yeah 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 it's very weird um so, like, here's bring, a philosophical yeah. question. Yeah, I want it. Are you Give it. open? Like, does it still make sense to go on the dates? You know? Before yeah, you move. See. Yeah, I think it does. You're definitely still learning. I mean, like, no shade either way. We have, right. you know, we'll figure it all out. But, like. No. And, like, yeah, it's tricky. In the spirit sure. of being open. Yeah. I definitely haven't ruled out all of the dates I've gone on so far, you know? Yeah. You know, we keep in, we only talk about first dates. Like, I'm just throwing that really cryptic yes. bit out there. But, no, I think it's bringing up a lot of those things. And, like, what is, I was like, should our, our theme be ethics, morality? Like, but, and I'm not totally shut down. But I could also just see that, like, with this guy, he probably had the same feeling of, like, well, Why? You know what I mean? But we both had... He texted me right after we, like, parted ways. And he was, like, had a great time regardless of the circumstances. And it's almost, like, weirdly, like... I was going to say poetic. That's dumb. Uh, Like, nice to just, like, interact with someone. Again, like... And I'm not saying I'd set him up because I'm, like, no. I'm just, like, realizing there's this weird... Totally. ...thing. Totally. That's blocking me a little bit. And I'm sorry if that makes this list interesting, listeners. But... I think we need to talk about every part of it. Yeah. Like, it is an experiment, even though, like, that word is also questionable. Yeah. Like, it's not the perfect word for what we're doing, but it's not incredibly far off either. Yeah. Like, you're trying a bunch of stuff. Like, it happened to fall over this time period where yeah, you're yeah. mentally preparing for a move. Like, you're just trying stuff. I think that there is also something to be said for, like, you're going on dates knowing they're probably not going to lead anywhere. Like... That doesn't mean you can't learn from them yeah. and enjoy them. Like, I think you are enjoying them, you yeah. know, like, and learning from them. Like, it's, I feel like it's, like, old school style when, like, our grandmothers would be like, I'm going on a date on Saturday with with uh, Bobby blah, blah, <laughs> blah, blah from down the yada, yada, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, like, it would just be, like, they would just go out and hang out. They'd go to the movies and, like, go to the fucking soda fountain and, oh, like, make out I'm in their car or whatever. Soda. I don't know. Like, but it's, like, it wasn't, the dates don't have to be, like life-changing events like I think that's an important takeaway too Mm -hmm. they like exactly like your date pointed out like can't just be a fun time hanging out with a stranger seeing if there's anything there yeah that's what it is I mean that's literally what it is and should be somehow I know I'm being blatant about the theme but like being open about the pod and he was just like I think he was like what you're just doing a fun experiment and I was like wait let me take it back and I felt comfortable enough with him to be like yeah weirdly this is what happened like I had a really weird year and it sort of not that this is jet was gen entirely generated because my mom passed but just like in that weird time and having a passion project and having this idea was so exciting to like do a thing and yeah. feel weird about dating and try a lot of things out but also the therapist the therapist my therapist recommendation to just go on a bunch of dates and and there's a lot of things that happen when you lose someone in your life and you're just like oh uh, everything feels terrible but everything feels really urgent and I was just able to like tell him that part of the story which he definitely didn't get from the article he read you know what I mean and 
I don't know. And then he was able to tell me things about his life and his last, like, I feel like it was, like, a kind of cool. Also, it was still light out. I am such a fan. Something about, like, drinking outside or even drinking inside in the day. It feels like there's, it almost feels like you're with a friend more somehow. Totally. I don't know. It doesn't feel so. Here we are on a date. Yeah. And that the bar, like, just fucking has popcorn. Like, it's totally. not a fancy date Being bar. able to hang out outside when it's nice out is, like, more mellow. And, and like, truly, I was really impressed. It feel Because he was like, I don't do this a lot. And he had been in a relationship. I learned for, I think, a long time. He seemed like he'd gotten on, like, 28 dates so far. Interesting. I felt like, oh. Is I he like, on his Rumspringa? No. I can't stop talking about Rumspringa. Definitely not. Because that's why he didn't. Right, yeah. If you're new to the pod. I love to say if you're new to the pod, there are, like, three of you who are new to the pod. Nope, there are a million. Um, but Rumspringa is when you get out of a relationship. It's somewhere and you between go, three and a million. Mm, 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 mm. Three and a million. Somewhere in between those. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just, I felt like. I mean, uh, I think it's really impressive whenever someone can, like, not in a spiteful way and not in a passive-aggressive way, be like, hey, this is how I feel. Yeah. Like, I, like it's a got low bar, towards. but also, like so few people can clear it that it's not a low bar. You know what I mean? Like, we should all, in theory, just be able to be like, hey, like, just so you know, that's how I feel. But, like, fucking nobody can do that, including me. You know, it's hard to, like... Be open. Openness. Are we back? I don't know what I was talking about last. (laughs) We were talking about your date, but we're going to move to the theme. We're going to... Oh, we were moving to the theme. We got a refill. It was a refill. Our glasses were open. We took a break. (laughs) I'm just trying everything to tie it to the theme. Open glasses, open waters, open oysters. We were just talking about oysters on the break, guys. Here's my thought about openness. No, and I'm really, I mean it though. I think before we took our break, I was kind of thinking like, when I look back now, people being open with their intentions, it it is very helpful. Even if in the end it doesn't work out and you don't listen to them because you like them so much. You're like, no, yeah, for me you will. But being open about... Or, like, I'm glad I'm not hiding the move or the podcast. Like, that felt really good. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like, the thing that continues to blow my mind as I get older is, like, how much easier it is to be honest than not to be honest. Because, like, for your own sake. Even if you're just selfishly, like, I don't want that stress of having lied. There's some quote of, like, maybe it's Winston Churchill or something. He's like, you know tell the truth because if nothing else it's the easiest thing to remember (laughs) and yeah it's I feel like I grew up in in a large extended family that was very like a lot of people trying to be really sweet and kind and nice and cover up like things that weren't great or try to kind of gloss the truth to make it more palatable to other people which is like very the intentions behind that are really good and kind. And I think very, in, in my family, very pure. Um, my mom especially is very like, very optimistic, very glass half full. I don't think she thinks she's like lying sometimes, but she, it, cause she's just the most optimistic person I know. It's funny cause I am so not, but, um, lols. Anyone listening to this is like, yeah, these girls are not. Yeah, not at all. And it never stops blowing my mind that I'm around, when when I'm around my mom and I'm like, how are you so positive all the time? And how did I come from you? I'm so like, so not my vibe. My Um, mom was really positive though too. Yeah. It's impressive. And I think it's something that maybe comes as you get older Mm -hmm. because you realize that like, you know, when you're younger, things seem more dramatic than they are. Everything seems like a 10. It's just, you know, I think that perspective and comes when you get older and out of that optimism can come. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I think both of our moms 
are, are naturally optimistic. Even if I had to be optimistic for a reason. And just on that note with the younger, so just throwing it back to my tax cap confession, when I was like, soccer mommy. Like, I know we've mentioned her, but literally learned about her through a date on yeah. this podcast. When I was like, we'd be friends, but went to see her live last night. And she's 20. And I was like, people are like, what does she know about heartbreak yet? Like, same like with Lord, But... You, what you just said is so right. It feel like with eight, like everything feels like a ten when you're a teenager. Totally. And like, I was like, ah, oh, my life is over. My heart is broken. My life is over. The biggest heartbreak I've ever had was when I was seventeen. I would go as far to say, like the story I've told myself, which is why I'm still struggles, was like my first kiss when he got back together with his girlfriend, which like my first real kiss. Yeah. Which I was a freshman. Yeah. You know, like that's so totally. Young. I was literally 13. Well, I think you're so open when yeah. you're young. It's full circle theme. But, mm. you know, like mm. you're like this fucking soft clay ball and just like a feather blowing past you like leaves an impression, you know. Yeah. Now I, f- I feel like you kind of harden as you get older and like relationships that meant a lot more to me that were longer term, that were more intense, whatever, didn't leave the same kind of like deep impression that like the first of everything did mm-hmm. and this is probably but that those first and they leave impressions and I think you always talk about the stories you tell yourself or like that you're going to be with but also the story like you tell yourself like, that's why I'm like I'm not enough because then it happened with a couple other guys in my young who went for like other people like whatever happens when we're young like we start if we totally. see if I sense one pattern that's like a human thing to look for oh totally and, and then like, you start being me. like it's better it's, it's me. me I'm I am ugh. I am not enough and everyone always picks someone else over me so when it happens totally. now that someone didn't pick someone over me like just circumstances I'm like I get hurt really a lot totally it. it's like give me it's like year a year later there you're not with this person like yeah they aren't picking someone over you like relearning that totally yeah yeah I mean it's very Hard. And it's also hard to, like, learn to stay open instead of closing up more. Instead of being like, oh, this didn't happen. I'm going to, like, get very cold. Not cold, but, like, I'm going to get very, like, objective about all of my feelings. Yes, yes, yes. And... I'm, like, raising my hand. Now yeah. Actually, that's how I feel. Totally. Because it's so easy to be like, I feel, like, angry at him, but like not actually feel it mm-hmm. just to be like, my head knows I'm angry. Like, I think it's so powerful to be in your feelings and to actually like maintain that openness. I mean, I've had like periods of time where like, I just won't feel anything for like three months. I'll just be like smoking weed, watching reality TV, just like, I'm not going to bother having any feelings. And then I get deep into it and I'm like, oh my God, I'm completely numb. And I have to like remind myself to like, turn off the TV, mm-hmm. like stop smoking weed all the time, like write in my journal, <laughs> you know, like the little things you do to like bring yourself back, whatever they are for some people, it's probably like exercise. Cry. I not feel like me. I'm crying. a good cry. Like that's how I felt earlier when totally. I was like high anxiety buzzing. After a totally. meeting, which was like a totally normal good. good meeting. I was just suddenly like all these things, guys, I lost my sunglasses last night, but not for my head. They were literally in the box. They're so nice. My brother got them for me. I just like literally, it's one of those like old person things where I can't remember where I put them. Can't find them anywhere. Called all the places. Called the Ubers. I feel frustrated. Manny just started looking around the room like such a gem. He's like, I'm gonna find it. I know. (laughs) No, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, Um, I don't understand no. what happened. I had to get that off my know, And I told Timmy, like, like, I started crying in the bathroom at work because I had sent an email when it was only half written and I was so frustrated with myself. And I was like, 
look, I know it's not about the email. This has no repercussions. Nobody cares. I just, it's like a thing where if you, shit's going to come out. So it doesn't matter if it's about your sunglasses or about your email or about whatever. But it's, I think as you get older, you feel sillier and sillier having like big emotions about things. Like I do. Like I feel like. I shouldn't. I'm a grown up, you know? That's how I feel. Sorry. Totally. You want to be very like. Well, I think also both of us put a high premium on like self-awareness and togetherness. Yeah. So like when we're not together, like when we don't feel like we have our shit together rather than like cop to that, not even cop, but like rather than just let that be what it is, we're like, it's okay. Yeah. And then it, we, we, the feelings come out about something random, (laughs) but it's like the feelings will come out and like. It, if it's not about it, usually it's often not about the thing that they're really about. Yeah. I could also, yeah. Yeah. That makes what you said, I just relate to so much. Like you're, you have the thing, it feels like out of control. And then the one thing, yeah. And I definitely feel out of control. It's going to be like a year since my mom passed. And yeah, a lot. Grief actually, once I can look back on it, because now it feels like I blacked out for part of last yeah. year. Like, and not from drinking, but other times from drinking. Not really, but, like, there were, like, a couple nights my dad and my brother and I early on we just got so drunk together. Yeah. It's just a thing. And I just feel like, oh, yeah, it's really – grief is not at all, like, what I thought it would be in a kind of parallel way to, like, the way – yeah, if you are upset about feeling out of control, it's not going to come up the way you think it will. It's not like you're going to, like – it's not like what you would have a nightmare about. Like, oh, I forgot to wear pants to work today. It's just going to come out for something random. Yeah. And that's why I feel like my sunglasses or your email feel like sometimes it's just like, whoa. Totally. Uh, I feel like it's like a reaction to not being open to our feelings in the first place. Yeah, sorry. I know we've gone off the deep end. No, but I think it, re- I mean, I think it relates. And if it doesn't, whatever. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I think it does. Yeah. Because it feels about we're being open. Well, I also think it's like there's the element of being open to yourself and there's also the element of like being open to other people, mm-hmm. which is like when we picked the theme, like you hadn't told me that much about your date, but you were like, I think this is relatable because he was very open with you about just like, yeah. hey, I don't know if this is for me, which is so fucking admirable. Yeah. And so if people can do it, it's really impressive when someone can be like, hey, I'm just like letting you know, you know, whatever. And you, I think, responded really well, which is like, hey, I get it. Like, on, on my side, this is what it looks like and feels like. And you feel like that's the best form of communication is, like, listening, hearing, like, truly understanding someone's point of view and then being, like, I just want to, like, explain my point of view so that you you understand it. If yeah. we both understand each other's points of view, probably yeah. this won't be a thing. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I feel like, like that's... Go, you tell me, but it's not true in relationships, too. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. All of, all of Jeff and my fights are, like, well, not all of them. Most of them occur, I think, because we are not, whoever picks the fight, it always starts about something small and stupid. Yeah. And whoever picks the fight about the thing that's small or stupid isn't being open about, like, a need they have. And, like, it's nice because now that I think we've, like, we both are fucking Geminis and we talk about our feelings all the goddamn goddamn time. You guys are too cavernous galaxy cavernous openings openings. yeah sorry (laughs) no just kidding you're not not like in a bad way in a good way and also not no no, you're not a cavernous (laughs) opening oh my god i am just a set of cavernous openings my mouth especially right now blah blah blah. a grand Um, opening no (laughs) thanks this is my grand opening um wow 
I think you both are open. This is a good, I, I am being silly, but I envy that. Well, I think that like, it's, you know, we, we had a lot of miscommunications, especially earlier in our relationship. And I think usually what happens is like, one of us would pick a fight. The other one would escalate it because they would take it really personally. Mm -hmm. And then whoever picked the fight would be like, sorry, this is not about you. It's about me. I have those moments too where I'm like, look, we're both in a mood. Maybe we just need to not talk for an hour. <laughs> like, yeah. we could talk or and we could not applies, talk. You know how sometimes you take a dating thing I'm talking about and then you apply it to relationships? I'm going to take that relationship thing and apply it to friendships too. We know that as coworkers. We'll totally. just be like, okay, this is happening. Totally. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, so let's like, give it 10 minutes of air and then yeah. it's going to be fine. Yeah. We like, yeah. you just do the thing. Totally. Because we don't have a choice to get in a tiff or like, or like totally. we have to just, you know, we get to communicate really directly with each other because we're friends and business partners. Totally. I'm very proud of us. Totally. I think I'll we get know all emotional, but well, I think we know when to make things a thing and when to let things go. Yeah. There's definitely times where we're like they're like we're like, "Oh my god, we have to do this thing." And it's like tense, and then we're like, "Let's just not make it a thing." Yeah. And that, but whenever we really need to have a discussion, we have it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I yeah. I'm, I'm proud of us. I'm totally. Proud. Yeah. As <laughs> we open this. No, we're continuing um, our creative endeavors. We're just not doing all the we're same. We're doing it in different stuff. places. That's true. Um, um, the other thing I was going to say about openness when it comes to dating. <laughs> are you just thinking about openings every time I see No, I just how we keep coming back to the theme and then how I'm like, oh yeah, good. We got away from the feelings. I literally just had that. Oh, I didn't even mean to do that. No, but the, like I, you're, but I was just like, lols. I'm, I'm literally here talking about how we should all be in our feelings and you're over there in your feelings and I'm like, and this other thing. But I was like, phew, I don't have to have feelings. No, it's like I'm. No, I mean. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You're not. I know that I'm not. You're the opposite of a socio. You have, you have. I have so many feelings. <laughs> Do you remember? Have you seen the movie The First Wives Club? It's such a great movie. Yes, I have. And fucking Goldie Hawn has my favorite line of all time. She goes, uh, "Someone says you know, you have no feelings," and she goes, "I'm I don't have no feelings. I'm an actress. I have all the feelings." And she like gestures with her wine and it sloshes. It's I think so I didn't realize because I've seen that movie probably once, maybe twice in my life. Where like, but I love saying I have all of the things, all of the feelings, all of the drinks. I had all of the drinks. Yeah, but maybe that's where it that may have come from. There, it's such a fucking good movie. I want to watch it right now. Let's have a live stream viewing party of first wife. Oh my god, it's so I'm good. having so many ideas. I love the song You Don't Own Me, and I listen to it so much. They just did. A, I just watched an episode of Drag Race where they did a lip sync to You Don't Own Me, and I was like, oh. What are the rules about like playing that? Because I feel like I listen to Who Weekly or other podcasts where they get to yeah. play some song. Can we play 20 I mean, seconds of it right now? I think so, because we don't make any money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we cackle. We rate, cackle. subscribe, review. <laughs> rate, subscribe, review. Tell a friend. I think that's the new thing. Tell your, fr- Tell your friend. Tell your friend. Because actually, we have the most dedicated listeners. Guys, honestly, this is very desperate. This is not how I operate in the dating no, world. No, that's what you have to do. It's a, This is an emotional appeal. Please. I'm turning 30 in a month. Less than a month. And I'm having a moment where I'm like, what have my 20s been worth? But if our podcast does well, I'll be like, oh. Let's get to 200 subscribes. <laughs> so tell your friends. Wait, literally. Um, okay. Wait, you had a point and I interrupted so oh, hard. I so hard. Okay. No. Oh, just that I think that like there's a lot of feel there's a lot of people who feel, myself included at different times, that dating is like slowly showing people you're crazy, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, which because I don't think anyone is crazy except for serial killers. You know, I think everyone is just, we're just all the special flowers that we are. Mm-hmm. And the term crazy is like used to gaslight women. Yes. Uh, we're all, I think, special and amazing. 
But I, I think that, like, there's a lot of feelings that you should kind of reveal your true self to someone really slowly. And, like, I understand that dating, there's, like, a certain amount of, like, feeling each other out that has to happen. But I think, like, as open as you can be about who you are as soon as you can be it is, like, so healthy. And I really wish I had learned how to do that when I was much younger than I did. And I would add to that, even in this experiment, which we keep calling it, but it's also, like, not just meant to be an experiment for data. Being, I was really nervous being open early on about my mom's passing about the podcast. But every time it's open, you almost like factor out people. Easier, better. like someone amazing posted in the group how she's. I'm sorry, getting terrible responses from pizza or tacos. I'm almost like great. They're being so transparent about themselves totally. from the get go. That is not. I've actually. I've had that one borderline weird. I Kimmy's talking line about up. making like a, someone sorry. a guy making a vagina reference about the pizza or taco. Okay. Kimmy's opening line on Bumble is or on the apps is pizza or tacos. If someone makes a vagina reference, it's a great way to weed people out. Yes. I think that's part of the beauty of that as an opening line. And if you if you listen from the beginning, I'm always like so nervous. What should I have said that? Should I have been open about that? What if the podcast came up? But and then this is my last little thing, and then we can read a worse first date. And it doesn't entirely have to do with openness, but it was weird because I recorded that taxi cab confession after the whole evening, but I saw my friends immediately after the date. Hmm. And they were like, How was it? And I was like, Great. And I had this really weird thing. I was like, honestly. I weirdly feel like I'm really good at first dates now. Not that I was, like, doing a thing, but that's opposite than I felt at the beginning. That's entirely, like, 180, just, like, I don't feel so judged by them. I feel like I can be myself on them. And, again, this is because I had a great date, and he was so sweet and knew about these things. But, ah, I don't know. And every one of my friends at that table who are, oh, all of them are in serious relationships, they were all, like, yeah, it's a numbers game. Of course you're good at it now. Yeah. Like, just so simply, like, duh. So, again, if you're struggling to win the dates, you don't have to podcast. But I think it's almost so good. I know I've said before, like, take the week off. Just take you. I did myself too many times. Whoa. <laughs> Talk about openness. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I was like, I'm not dating for this time because I'm yeah. doing me. <laughs> Sorry. It's possible but, to do you, LOL, and still go on dates. Yeah. No matter. And all Yeah. This. But also, it being held accountable has forced me to keep going. I know I've missed weeks, but it's been so good. This is, like, the best thing I've ever done for myself. Well, I'm all about... I think it's... I mean, the change I've seen in you is, like, really incredible. I feel like I have a different perspective on dating and love and relationships. I feel like my relationship has been better since we've been doing this podcast because I've been, like... Jesus, Liza, just say how you feel. Just say how you feel. Because every week we sit down and talk about saying how you feel. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm really going to be passive-aggressive all night and make this night unpleasant. Just... Tell him I need attention. Yeah. It's much easier. Just say how you feel. That's yeah. the thesis. If we had to totally. write a paper about this. Podcast. If you want first dates, colon, just say how you feel. Yep. All right. All do right. you want to do a worse first? Let's do it. Okay. It's time. It's hot. Manny's being a champion. It's hot in this. Manny's the best. Manny has such a fashion shirt. Club. Manny has a lot of fashion shirts. We but... need a photo of Manny. Yeah. If he's open to it. I guess so. Everyone wants to know what Manny and Jim look like, and then we don't have any. I know. Can't speak. All right, guys. This is a worst first. I, don't you just want like a sound effect? Yes. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> um, okay. Hello from Denver. I love y'all's show so much. Love y'all. I'm only on episode five though, so I'm not sure if you're still taking these stories or not, but I think this is worth sharing. We are. Forever and always. 
Uh, when I was 21, I was interning my last summer before senior year of college. One of the women I was working with adored me and always talked about setting me up with her son. I was uncomfortable with it, but I really liked her. So at the end of the summer, I agreed to go. She suggested we all meet for dinner and drinks so it wouldn't be an awkward meeting. Hindsight is 2020. This is probably, this is problem number one. Yeah. But also I've been 21. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I talked about my mom 25. setting me up last week. I know, that's why I'm surprised she hasn't... Act- I was just thinking, was this inspired by... Maybe, yeah. No, she's only in episode five. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Okay, yeah. The- yeah. I show up to the restaurant and see them. He's very good looking and kind for the first hour. Having the mom there was fun because I knew her really well and they had a good relationship. I thought they were uh, there were maybe some potential here. Uh, oh, sorry. As I said that badly. I thought there was maybe some p- potential here the more we chatted. I go to the bathroom and when I get back, there's a binder on the table. Where TF did it come from? I'm confused. Then the guy says, how do you feel about getting paid to travel? I was silent. (gasps) This is like multi-level marketing. He then proceeds to pitch me a pyramid marketing idea that I've already heard before for an entire hour. Also, his mom is in on this too and does it for extra money on the side. I was completely horrified and unimpressed by the awful sales pitch. Also, turns out he had a girlfriend the whole time. Side note, he showed up in my Bumble last week. Ah, I read the beginning of that. I did not know about the MLM. Yeah. Jesus. What do you think it was? Can we make guesses? I mean, for a boy, because so many of them are are girl-centric. Is it like a condo? A timeshare? Timeshares. Are those MLM? Maybe um, Amway or something. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. It's insane that he had a girlfriend and that his mom, who you were close to, was lying to you. That, like, it was a setup, even though he had a girlfriend. That's dark and scary and creepy and weird. And I'm so sorry that ha- that, that happened. Yeah, I I feel like that's one for the books. Like, we oh had my some crazy... God. Like, yeah, that sucks. I've been in that situation, too, before, not with a boy, but with, like, a female friend who I'm like, oh, I think we're hanging out and catching up. Oh, we're talking a lot about this thing you're doing. Oh, fuck, I'm getting pitched on one of these things. And then yeah. I have to tell her all the... Like, I just don't think it's for me. You know, <laughs> it's so awkward. Do we have... All right, you want to do another one? Yeah, let's do another one. Let's do another one. Let's do it. Hey, ladies, love the pod. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm a 22-year-old college grad getting ready to start grad school in the fall, so totally relate to the application stress Kimmy was talking about earlier in the pod. Yes, queen. Around Christmas, before I knew about, about 51 first dates, I came to the realization that I'd been on over 30 first dates in three years. Damn. And only two of those turned into official, longish-term relationships. Still, girl, great. That's good. Um, I'm going on 30. I'm <laughs> 28 going on 30. Um, and I thought I was a psycho for going on so many dates. You're not. But after listening to the pod, it made me realize I wasn't crazy for it, but smart. Yes. Sorry. I'm <laughs> shouting out. I'm finding exactly what I want and what I don't. So thanks for all the confidence and the work that you do. Anyways, here's my bad date. Back in January, I met a fella on OkCupid, and we'll call him Al. Al was a year one law student. She's probably from Australia or England. How do you feel? Sorry. Email us and tell us where you're from. Um, uh, law students are my Kimmy equivalent to business school guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. 
She lives in D.C. Oh. I read ahead. Okay. That's my bad. I'll go back. Back in January, I met a fellow on OkCupid, and we'll call him Al. Al was a year one law student. Law students are my Kimmy equivalent to business school guys. Mm Mm-hmm. We texted for two weeks before meeting. He seemed very cocky and kept talking about how successful and wealthy he was going to be. Like, all right, dude, whatever. We decided to meet in my neighborhood outside of the D.C. area on a Saturday at 7 for dinner. When I got to the location we decided on, he texted me that he was running a little late. An understanding, so I said okay. Yes. <laughs> 45 minutes later, I was walking out the door when he came waltzing in. He half-assed apologized, and that's when I noticed he was at least four inches shorter than he said online. He was also wearing a t-shirt for our first date. I was wearing a dress and heels. We went to dinner, and we both ordered drinks. I ordered a very simple drink, and he ordered some jalapeno drink. Ooh, I like those. When they came, mine had a bunch of stuff floating it, but oh well, I didn't want to make a scene, so I sipped it politely. Conversation was just fine. He made a comment about how he thought I lived in the county. Country. <laughs> Or a rural area when I live in a very populated and hipstery suburb of D.C. So that was a bit insulting. Finally, just before the bill came, he asked how my drink was. I said I really didn't care for it, for it but it was fine. That's when he reeled that, revealed that the waitress had switched our drinks by accident. And he saw that the one he ordered wasn't very appetizing, so he let me drink it instead. Ew. Then we split the bill. He asked me for a ride to his car, which I agreed to, and he refused to tell me which car in the parking garage was his. So I drove in circles for ten minutes. Then he tried to kiss me. I dodged it hard. The cherry on top was that he took it upon himself to plan an elaborate second date the next night, which I said no to, and he got angry with me. Okay. This, like, again, there are so many things. Again, the height thing is tricky. This is someone with a massive chip on their shoulder. That's all. And it's someone who thinks negging works for those of you who know, uh, know what negging like is impolite yeah. like fucking impolite make sure someone has the drink that they want oh regardless of gender and she said no he got angry ladies it gets better the grad school i'm starting in the fall is where he happens to be in law school what a treat i hope you enjoyed this date because i sure as shit didn't oh god <laughs> terrible it, it sounds though like Ooh, can I just throw this out there? And if we don't, if we end up not using this part, I'll I'll mention it again. My date this week was like, I was like, I've only had one like bad date and it wasn't anything like what we get. And sometimes I'm almost like, listeners, I trust you, but like, could these even be real? They're so extreme. And he was like, maybe it's because in New York, people know there's a certain level of like person you need to be. And maybe in DC too. Like maybe, sorry, because part of this, I'm like, it's not that bad. But I get the frustration when you're dating a lot. You know what I mean? And when you're there and you're sitting there and he's rude and he's like 45 minutes late. Someone's 45 minutes late and not so apologetic and also texting lots of updates. I'm so fucking mad. Yeah, I'm out on that. Yeah. Yeah. But I just – that's like a new theory. I want to I wanna throw that out to listeners. Email us. What do you think? Does your city change how people are shitty? Like maybe yeah. that's wrong about New York but like – Honestly, all those, like, we Totally. I haven't... I think people can be fuckboys, but I don't think people are terrible dates in New Totally. York. Are all the guys in Colorado just, like, stoned all the time? Right. Like, are Like, the, yeah. are the guys in Texas just, like, always, like, accidentally stabbing you with their spurs? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about states. Are the guys in Florida, like... The Florida constantly man? Constantly ditching you to go to <laughs> Disneyland? I don't know anything. We, we, yeah, like, I just feel like, and maybe in, like, a place like D.C. or New York, like, you know a yeah. certain level of decorum or etiquette. I'm actually so curious about this. Will you guys send us emails and DMs and, and comment? I'll start a, th- we'll start a thread in the secret Facebook group this week, but, like, what is characteristic of dating in your city or your yes. town or and your state? And have you found it to be true? Totally. And, 
Yeah. Like, what are your friends complaining about? Date. Totally. Because I would still say that the fuckboy stereotype of New York is true. Totally. Like successful men being able to have what they want. I think totally. that's very true here. And I want I bet in some places it's like people trying to take it too seriously too fast. Like I oh, feel like yeah. there's I'm sure there's like a, a places where it's the opposite, where mm-hmm. it's like people are trying to get serious, trying to find their person, trying to settle down. You know, it's like yeah. But tell us. I wanna I'm I'm genuinely very <gasps> curious. Want to know. Email. Okay. Text. Don't text. You don't have our number. We, Email. We'll have Snapchat. We don't have a Snapchat. <laughs> we don't do that. Snapchat is for fucking babies. Email. Instagram. If Kylie doesn't do it, we don't do That's it. That's true. Um, Instagram uh, at 5141statespod. Follow, rate, subscribe, tell a friend. We're going to do a fun new competition, too. So, here it is. So, on Raya, the fancy celebrity dating app. Well, this is the intro. We'll have a couple weeks that we do this. You pick a song to go with your slideshow. Of your pictures, which I am not on Raya. I don't know this. I just know of it. What song would you pick? Liza and I will share ours. But if you if you have already rate, subscribed, reviewed, tag us in your in- Instagram story. But if you haven't, screenshot that rate, subscribe, review. Send it in with your favorite song. Make it a good one. We'll pick our favorite and we'll send you on a date. Date time. 50 bucks. It's into your Venmo. 50 bucks. At the end of the day, you can use it on a date. You don't fucking care. <laughs> but ideally, you would go on a date and then mail it back. But we're going to pick the song. The best the song. song. To the slideshow of your dating app profile. What's yours? I don't know. I wanted time to think about it. I don't know either. So we'll, um, we'll reveal we'll ours next week. It. Yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for everything. And go on a date. Thank you for listening, and we just want to give a huge shout-out to Manny from 5 Ohms for recording our voices and putting up with us. And also a big shout-out to Anthony, also from 5 Ohm, for making us sound really good in post. Check 5 Ohm out online at 5ohm.com. And that's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M. Ohm.